Are you a CrossFit coach or maybe a box owner looking to learn more about nutrition? You want to help support the athletes that come to your box, maybe have some one-on-one clients. And we all know nutrition is the foundation. We all talk about the theoretical hierarchy of the development of an athlete. And nutrition is at the base. It's like building a house. You can't build the attic first. You can't worry about performance and sport without working on the foundation. And that's what nutrition is. So maybe you're a coach, maybe you're a box owner, maybe you're just an athlete looking to potentially earn a little more income, develop a new income stream as a nutrition coach. Well, you could check out the Own Your Eating Certificate course. We review fundamental nutrition principles, as well as teaching you how to implement flexible eating, that's macro counting, and assist others with their tracking of macros. The cool thing about it is you're going to learn so much for yourself. Even if you didn't want to coach anyone else, but you simply wanted to learn more about tracking macros, you will get so much out of this course. It'll be the last thing you ever have to read, study, purchase, because you're going to get so much information. As well as sharing nutrition experience with you, Own Your Eating will also teach you how to coach others so that you can really make a difference with the people in your community and your lives. Maybe you need to finally get your mom to track macros. Maybe it's your best friend. Maybe you you put on the quarantine 15 and you're looking to just lose a few LBs, a few pounds yourself. This will teach you all of that. And the cool thing about macros, the cool thing about the way in which we at On Your Eating teach you is it's really sustainable. The business setup and marketing strategies are also included. So if you do really want to make this a side deal or a side hustle, You'll, you'll have all the tools you'll ever need to do. And in addition to that, if you're a level three CrossFit coach, you can earn CEUs to help you revalidate. And we also give CEUs for NASM as well as AFA. So you can check that out. For me, every few years, I need to re-up my L4, you know, no big deal, L4 coach, but this will help you do it. So If you're interested in learning more about the Own Your Eating Certificate course, you can go to courses.ownyoureating.com. Or if you just go to ownyoureating.com, right up in the header there, it says become a coach. You can click on that. And with the code BESTHOUR, that's B-E-S-T-H-O-U-R, BESTHOUR, you'll get 15% off. Go check it out now. I was the one, along with Roz, who helped put this all together. So... I really understand that if you have questions for me about it, of course, you can reach out, but I really believe in it. I've put hundreds of people through this course. It's the way I learned how to track macros. It's the way I've been tracking macros for over five years, and I think you will absolutely love it. So go check it out again, courses.ownyoureating.com, and use that code BESTHOUR for 15% off. All right, everybody, welcome back to Best Hour of Their Day. That was an egregious setup time for this podcast, uh, technical difficulties. Um, this one is in person, which is the way we prefer to do most of them, but we have to do most of them virtually. And I'm here with a good friend, longtime buddy, Corey Coleman. Uh, and just for full transparency, his gym is how far from here? <laughs> Uh, no, hold on. I'm gonna, I think you're in four. That's why. Go ahead. Uh, two miles. Yeah, there we go. Two miles. Yeah. Like maybe two and a half on a, on a it's, it's close is yeah. the point. It's really close. Um, owner of CrossFit Little Creek, which is basically, I, I'm right outside one gate of the Amphib base and you're right outside the other gate of the Amphib base. Yep. Uh, and then how long have you guys been open? So we've been there six years now. Okay. And then can you bring it a little closer to your mouth? Yeah. Um, six years. Okay, cool. So what we're going to talk about today is because Corey's doing some different stuff. And this is a topic uh, that I think most gym owners find insanely annoying Uh, for for a couple of reasons. Typically, they don't understand it. And there's a lot of, um, is bad actors a fair description or is that unfair? Uh, I don't know that they're bad actors. I think most people have a, in the industry, have a very good intent. at least initially, and then I think maybe some of their execution falls off and is under delivers for what's promised. But um, there's just a lot of people out there that are pushing really hard to service the industry, and they may not be as prepared as they think they are. 
Okay. All right. So uh, the what they do is, in his full disclosure, he does own a company that sells a thing. So um, I'm not going to tell you to buy it. If you want to buy it, buy it. If not, don't buy it. Um, thanks, Dave, for sending us the O2 recovery CBD version. Um, but um, so so what is it that Gym Solutions and the Gym Solutions suite is and does? Cool. So the Gym Solution is. Uh, Myself and a team of three other folks, Nicole Race uh, is the CEO of the company. And so some people might find that name to be familiar. Who? Yep. Yeah. So she owns Elevate down in St. Pete, Florida. Uh, I've known her for quite a while. We linked up uh, actually at one of John Gilson's business seminars. Hell, it's probably been five years ago now. Okay. So we're kind of like right at the beginning of our 10 years actual gym owners. Uh, and then her and Mark and Dean uh, all came together with me and, you know, they're really putting out a bunch of content that's designed to help gym owners in the operations space. So not necessarily delivering on the, on the coaching floor, uh, and not necessarily long-term strategic thinking, but more so kind of that day to day, what are the decisions we're making that are optimizing the way our businesses run. So I was literally just on a phone call before you walked in here with another gym and, and this is where everybody gets stuck. They're like, processes and systems and this one gets uh i know i've definitely misinterpreted it the difference between systemization and automation so here so here's what we're talking about just just so that this doesn't sound like we're doing this weird cloak and dagger game right so uh is crm a fair description of what you have uh i would say that it's a full spectrum marketing system that incorporates a CRM aspect. Yes. Okay. So now let's, let's dive into marketing. So not marketing in the sense of, uh, at least currently in the current state of the system, as I understand it, not marketing in a sense of like running ads, correct? No close, but we're not, not doing those yet. Not currently. We do as the gym solution, but not from within the CRM side on the suite. That, so that's what I'm referring to. So on, on the back end, me as the consumer. Uh, so this is a B2B platform, right? You that's are right. selling to business owners, gym owners, not just CrossFitters. Yep. Um, a back end system to manage lead flow, communicate, uh, potentially uh, in the very near future, doing some integration between social media platforms. You can post in there, scheduling. Uh, I want to say communicate, email, text, all these other things. Yep, voicemail drops, phone calls. Cool. So all that stuff, all the things that everybody generally uses, I don't know how many different platforms to do. Uh, when we sat down and we looked at it, I don't know when that was a couple of weeks ago, all in one spot. Yep, that's right. Okay. You can get most of the stuff that we do, like it exists out there. There are a lot of gyms that are already using it and they're they're very frustrated because they have to use zaps and all these integrations on the backside to try to like duct tape everything together. And mm -hmm. then if something fails, you have to search through this like spider web of interconnected ones and zeros to try <laughs> to identify what's going on. And so it's all consolidated into one place with us. And the other cool thing is that when you communicate with somebody, we can do Facebook messages, we can do uh, text messages, either automated or, or ad hoc on the spot. Mm -hmm. The nice thing is, and this is one of the things that pushed me to want to do it to begin with, is I needed a consolidated way to know where we left that conversation. So if I sent you a text message from my Google voice number and then I emailed you about the same thing and I wanted to turn that over to a coach later on down the road, I had no way to really facilitate that. Now, if I go on vacation, I can turn over or I can create a user profile for my coach. They can go in and assume that conversation right where we left off and they can see every communication we've ever had with that person. Got it. So uh, what we're not going to do is poo-poo on a bunch of other people, but so for anybody that's used anything, so some aspects of Wattify, some aspects of, uh, if anybody's ever used UpLaunch, some aspects of, um, what else can we throw in there? Uh, Infusionsoft, yep. um, MailChimp, MailChimp uh, Acuity. Imagine all of that under one roof. Is that a fair description? It is. Yep. Okay. ClickFunnels. With, and I say under, when I say under one roof, I don't mean API integrated. I mean like it all exists internally organically in the system yeah it's there we okay. can host your website we have surveys we have forms you have the ability to have membership content that gets dripped out to people over time so like we do video onboarding now at our facility so when somebody signs up they get access to an online course like you would have through teachable or kajabi yep and it's dripped out to them over time so now instead of having a long-term email campaign which we do but 
now we have a very controlled educational platform to help our people understand the why behind what we're doing in class each day. And it allows us to expand our customer experience past just that singular hour that we get with them. Which is good. It's for, I look at it this way. I look at it where if you're kicking ass on the delivery aspect of your service, this is something um, and full disclosure, I have not messed around with the system other than what Corey has showed me, uh, but I do plan on doing it. The, uh, it's an added layer of customer value add to people, which is like, okay, they came in, we crushed it on the sale, we delivered on the floor, they're getting results, and we gave them good touch points, uh, we gave them video, and it's all, it's all some of it is automated, some of it is systemized, um, and, and we're just continuing to deliver and get in front of the client with relevant information. Yeah, that's a big part of it. And so uh, rather than just talk about the system, like I think everybody kind of understands what's out there. Like yeah, people yeah. have text messaging software, people have the ability to make phone calls, obviously. Uh, so there's like Scipio, there's Front, there's, there's ZipWhip, those are all text platforms. Um, yeah, so yeah. But I think the importance of it is really why we do those things. And so it's not to automate it so that we make it a cold and heartless way of communicating. We still want to have meaningful conversations and touch points with our clients, but this allows us the freedom of maneuver to do that. So I'm not tied to doing things that are repetitious. I can step away from those and now I can go and have the meaningful conversation on the floor or, you know, the ad hoc conversation dealing with a very specific issue that somebody's having. You know, I, you'd be amazed at this stuff. I mean, you wouldn't because you get it all the time too, but yep. people come in and, and we're their therapist. You know, they open up their hearts to us and they want us to, to serve them. And this enables us to do that. I have the time now where I don't have to say, Hey, I've got to run and send, you know, 30 emails out right now because that's already happening. So I can take the time to do research and talk to my, my members and clients and provide them a better level of service because all the stuff that is the bare minimum is already taken care of. Mm -hmm. And this, so this is something that I was having a conversation, I think it was last week, I was talking to a gym owner. And so there's a difference between, so all of the, most of what you guys currently have or that you're dealing with is what I would consider it to be back-end marketing. So they are already a client. And those interactions and those touch points are very, very different or should be at the very least than front-end marketing. So front-end marketing is awareness, consideration, ask. Yep. Back-end marketing is, okay, you've purchased, you're in the system now, you're part of the community, and I have to get very specific touch points that are, um, some of them which are known, but some of them which are not known, but I need to be able to pick up those. And one of the things that I think is very interesting that I failed to realize early on was that the front-end can't really be that specific. It can within reason, but I don't know this person. So I'm, it's basically like shotgun style. Now you can dial it in based on avatars and all that stuff. But for the most part, I can't have a real meaningful conversation until they're kind of through the sales funnel and it's on the back end. And this is where a lot of people make the mistake is they treat the people on the back end the same way they did on the front end, which is like automated email, automated email, automated email. And for the record, everybody knows when they get an automated email, 1000%. That's not to poo-poo on automated emails because there's certain things that should just be automated. Yep. However, on the back end, everything should be much more intentional and those touch points should have purpose, right? They should have something very specific that's unique to the client, right? So an example of what I'm talking about would be, um, I was talking to Jim and they're like, hey, every month we send a text message and I'm like, how are you going? And I'm like, cool. So you're checking the box for communication. However, um, after two months of doing that, that text no longer means anything. Yep. How about texting them and saying, hey, you've been in 16 times this month. Great job, part of Committed Club, or congrats on your 250th whatever, or happy gym anniversary, or happy birthday. That's an entirely separate conversation because it's entirely unique to them and demonstrates that I'm paying attention. Yep. Instead of just saying, how are you doing? I've checked the box to say that I communicated with you. Uh, however, that communication means jack shit. Yeah, and it's not about the pushing out. It, you're not broadcasting. The idea here is that conversations create conversions. And so the more meaningful touch points we get in conversations that are a dialogue, mm -hmm. not a monologue, which is where a lot of the systems that operate gyms right now fail. You can send out as many updates to your schedule and, you know, short little email or text message blast as you want, but it doesn't have any effect outside of just being a transactional email. Like it goes out, they read it, they see it, they're updated. Okay. 
that's not meaningful. You're mm-hmm. not building rapport. It's not building connection. You need to have the ability to have a reciprocating conversation with people so that you can address issues, fears, goals, you know, mm-hmm. just their status, like where they're at, life events. So this is uh, like, so I've talked about this before. We use ZipWhip for texting because I think it's, I think it's very cost friendly. Um, but what it allows us to do a lot of what you talked about earlier, which is if I'm having a text conversation with somebody about something specific, you know, like they had a problem and they missed the class or whatever, like name the scenario. If I have to step into class and Cassidy's not busy, Cassidy just picks up that conversation and he can either let them know it's him or if it's not really that relevant he cannot he can just pick it up and be like hey we'll take care of it no worries we got you that's the stuff that i think is super important yeah and it matters i mean we how long ago was that (coughs) excuse me no you're good um yeah probably like i don't know a year and a half ago we actually got a negative google review and we've had two in the six years we've been open because we had a conversation going with a lady via text and we dropped off because we had to actually run our business and she was like, yeah, they were talking to me and then they just ghosted me. And I was like, what? You've never even been in to use our service. Like, and you guys know there's people out there that do that type of stuff. But it was disappointing. And I it, think they call them Karens. Yeah, that's the going term. Yeah. But we, you know, we have no one to blame. We got to point the finger at ourselves because our systems, our processes didn't support what we were trying to achieve. There. Mm-hmm. Like maybe we shouldn't have been the ones coaching. Maybe we should have had somebody else already laid on to handle that. There's a lot of ways that we can internalize that and fix that. And that's essentially what we've done now. So, so uh I think it's worth talking about what kind of what led you to this. So what are the, what are some of the things that you found frustrating? Actually, how does somebody, how does a, a guy that, you know, military background, all this stuff, because you don't have any background in uh, like data or computer programming or anything, do you? Nope. I've got, I mean, I geek out a little bit, but yeah, um, I have a, Having having many conversations with you over many years, you're far more versed in it than than most people. But I know it's not your background. Yep. Yeah. yeah. No, my degree is in business management and MBA. Like I'm I'm business. Yeah. Um, so my my wife is very big into software engineering, and you know she's worked at some some big data places, GE, Fidelity, and and the, the such. But <clears throat> I don't speak. Oh, excuse me. I yeah. don't speak that language. Yeah. So I'm trying to think how I got involved with it. I had a lot of touch points with a lot of different different companies. So mm-hmm. I've worked with between myself, Nicole, Mark, and, and Dean, we've worked with just about every mentor, just about every software that's out there. We started out on Wattify. You know, we've moved through all the gym management solutions. We've dealt with a lot of the CRMs, um, a lot of the companies out there that are, are giving you all the duct tape together stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, they're giving you their system that's already built. And I got frustrated because it, it you couldn't customize it. It didn't meet what we needed. We mm-hmm. operate a spin studio. We've got our CrossFit side. We do a lot of nutrition, personal training, and I don't need a concrete solution. I need the ability to customize it for what my business does. So the issue is that you get two, two sides, right? And we've had a conversation about yep. this, but what ends up happening, or at least what it seems like happens in the industry is you have the software folks and then you have the CrossFit or the, or the gym folks. And so you have the software folks who want to get in the gym niche and they start to develop out a, a process for that from their background. And you have the CrossFit people who are like, oh, I'm a gym owner. I understand a little bit of the, the, the programming realm and I want to integrate that because I know how to fix our industry's problems. Well, both of them do a really good job at that, but it leaves this huge gap in the middle that's not covered. You have the software people that have software that functions, but gym owners can't figure it out. It's super complicated and it just doesn't meet their needs. Or it's too rigid, and I'm like, I can't play with it to fit my personal exactly. unique need. They don't understand the use case. They had a gym owner they hired as a consultant that came in, and he said, hey, you know, I would like to be able to sell a punch card through an online website that you guys generate for me that's already built. But like, And they're like, ah, that's not how it was it. built. They do yeah. it, but then you go and you look at it, and it looks like it was like meant to run a mainframe computer back in like 1960, and it just doesn't function. So, And then on the flip side of that, you have the gym owners that have a very deep understanding of what we actually want to use this software for. They just don't have the resources, their development speed to get stuff launched and get a minimum viable product out there. And some have, there've been some people that have moved into the industry that are doing very well, but they don't have necessarily the the funding and the background to be able to go and make adjustments. They don't have service level agreements with, you know, a 24 hour response time to customer service inquiries. So there's a lot of software industry stuff that they're not able to implement because they just don't have the size and the scale to do that. So, yeah. So like some of the the frustrations I've had in the past and, and, 
again, this is not to, to throw rocks at anybody. It's just, you know, like you, my experience is I learn something when I, when I get involved with somebody and then I, uh, I, I, I guess the proper way to, well, you kind of outgrow them or I need more than what they offer or what I want is a little bit too specific. And they're like, we can't do that. Like I want to integrate this scheduling into my infusion soft platform. And they're like, well, we can't make that integration because of blah, 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 blah. Or I want you know, like one of the, uh, like Wattify. I love Wattify. I think they're great. I think they do a lot of good shit. Uh, but they're, I mean, they are aware of this, like their personal training aspect of that platform is, uh, not great, you know? Uh, and I, and I know that cause I've talked to them and they said they're working on it, but things like, Hey, I would like my Google calendar to integrate with my calendar on there, which I would like to integrate with the class schedule. Cause that would make sense, yep. but that doesn't happen. So now I have to manage multiple calendars in order for all of this to happen. So things like that, that nobody other than a gym owner would be aware of that make my life super painful on the back end. Yep. Yeah, that's a hundred percent right. Um, and it's, it, I think for us, what happened was we dealt with people when we had enough of that stack up that you're echoing my exact experience. I went to uh, or email campaigns that I can't adjust on timeline or you can adjust parts of it, but not all of it. Right. Yeah. Like, I can adjust the copy, but I can't send it a day early. And I'm like, well, that's not very useful to me. Like I don't want that to go out 24 hours from now. I want it to send right now and then adjust accordingly on the timeline. Yeah. Or, or the claim that they integrate with stuff, but you have to go through three different other softwares that also have a cost incurred by that in order to get an integration set up. And it's just complicated as it can be, even though it's as simple as it can be outside of ones and zeros world. It's, it's still complicated for the everyday gym owner that doesn't want to spend another eight hours a day after they get done in the gym on the computer trying to link stuff together or manage multiple platforms. It's just like, yep. okay, well in order to do this, you need to have an Infusionsoft login and then you need to have an acuity scheduling calendar and then you need to have a text messaging platform. It's, it's so then the new gym owner who's trying to optimize what they have, this is just cost stacking on cost stacking on cost, right? So if you want the high level, you know, either Scipio or uh, ZipWhip or whatever, I mean, a minimum is a hundred bucks a month. Right. And then most platforms are anywhere between three to 400 bucks, like your, your bulk CRM and then a scheduling platform acuity. I think the top end one for 25 users is 50 bucks. Yeah. So now I'm looking at 600 bucks. This is before I have website hosting that could cost anywhere between 70 to $600 a month. And now my operating cost before I even have a facility or have hired a trainer is $1,000. Yeah. We see pretty regularly, like even small time operations, you know, 50, 60 members at their gym, they're spending four or $500 a month on their software stack before they ever even touch the gym management software, right? Like the actual check-in and sell. Yeah. How do you, how do I log my scores? Yeah. Yeah, So if you get rid of that stuff, it's like, or even if it's just an equitable price, which we're not, we're, we're far more affordable than that. But, um, even if you got rid of all that stuff, just the simplicity of being able to go to one spot. I mean, you can host your website, you can do funnels, you can do the membership site. I mean, oh, we didn't even talk about click funnels, hundred bucks. Uh, that's what I mean, right? <laughs> like that stuff adds up forever. And it's, that's what I got fed up with, man. I just couldn't take it anymore. And so we found this team and um, they had already done a lot of the development stuff on the back end. We were working to do the mobile app portion of it with them. Um, and then what we realized was at the cost it was going to be for me to go out and hire developers to come in and build stuff out that would implement with this, um, they were developing with their team much faster, which was not what I expected when we got on board with them because of my experiences with all the other gym software companies. Mm-hmm. They're like, yeah, yeah, that's coming. Just wait 36 months and like you, you can ask us about it again, but we won't have any more, any more traction. These guys are chomping stuff out like ridiculous. So... I let them run off with that. We integrated a bunch more tech on the other side. And when we merged them together, we came up with a, a beautiful synthesis now that's, that's supporting everything we do. If I want to do scheduling, I want to do billing through Stripe. I want to integrate QuickBooks. All of that stuff is packaged in. And so now our operations are super easy. And oh, by the way, if I don't want to do it myself, I can upload videos and teach my staff how to do it in a quarter of the time that it took me to learn. So, so if I'm, if I'm a gym owner, like how is this, how, why, why, and how is this valuable to me? Or it's just like, Hey dude, you're selling another software thing that I'm going to have to (laughs) convert over to. And I don't want to fucking do that. Yeah. So that is the tough part about it, right? It does everything. That's the good news. The bad news is it, it does everything. So it can be super overwhelming and uncomfortable. And that's why, you know, 
I'm, I'm happy to have the rest of the team because we get all these different touch points and we all have our backgrounds. I've worked a lot with Facebook. And so Mark and I do a lot of the Facebook stuff. Mark Zuckerberg? Uh, no. Oh, okay. All no. right. I That's mean, right. He's I mean, testifying in front yes, of Congress right now. Yes, it is <laughs> no, no. Mark Monyol, yeah, out in uh, Tennessee. owns uh, National Athletics. Super okay. successful gym out there, but great guy. Um, and so he, he is, came, came from an agency background, so he's done a lot of marketing work. And so he helps people with their, their campaigns and, and does a lot of that. Uh, and that integrates beautifully. But the idea behind the whole thing is that you're not replacing – one or two pieces of software, we're shaping what we have to fit the operations as you want them to be from start to finish. So from your ad copy and, and putting all of that stuff together to the landing page, to the form that they submit, to when they get into your environment, what are we automating and what content do we want to send out to them? What notifications do we want staff to get? I mean, we have gyms that have run this thing now and they're like sending themselves reminders to all of their staff to change the air filters for their, their AC like clean the rowers every two weeks. So like it can become a very operational tool. Oh, that's right. So then I was talking to, when we sat down, uh, so, so this has uh, a lot of different aspects to it. So it's got like uh, aspects of Wattify with, with respect to reporting yep. with as far as like lead, actually uh, even before that, cause this will manage lead flow, which, which does not happen in any CRM that I'm aware of within the CrossFit space. You can do some of your social media through there. It's got calendars in there. Yep. So you, and you said you can do as many calendars as you want. Infinite number of calendars and they're integrated with Google. So if you, let's say you schedule a nice night out with your spouse and you don't want to have any consultations or anybody schedule with you, you can just go block it on calendar, personal calendar. It it'll block it, it'll it off. Block it off across everything. Okay. And then, uh, oh, and then it's integrated Stripe. So I could, could I in the calendar? So I'm going to ask all these real nerdy yeah, questions in the, in the calendar. Can I do point of sale within a, an appointment? Okay. Absolutely. So we could, you can so, actually customize the questions within the calendar too. So if you want to build a form out and say, Hey, you have to do a, before you do your nutrition consult, for mm -hmm. example. So I don't need to use Google forms or Wufu. Nope. You can, we still allow you to zap stuff out, but yeah. you don't need to. Okay. And then, um, the, the, so the one thing I was talking, you still do need an outside text platform, correct? Nope. No, no. So we use what, what we run it as is the billing for text messaging and phone calls is a pretty large expense given how you run your business. And because okay. that's so individual to each gym, what we do is allow you to run your own campaign rather than give you a maximum number. So the issue is not with American gyms, but for instance, Australian gyms, when they text message, they have more compliance issues. And the cost is like 10 times. So it costs a nickel for every segment, not even every text, but every segment. And sometimes there's multiple segments in a text. So when they send that out, you know, they're running somewhere in the neighborhood of like $2,500 a month in text message costs. Oh, no. Yeah. So not the same as what we run in America. So the only way we could have an international presence is to outsource that cost to the gym owners. That allows us to trim down the cost of the software itself. Most of the value of the platform is actually in the preloaded content and stuff that we're injecting okay. into it anyways. But um, yeah, so the average gym owner sees somewhere between like twenty and fifty dollars a month for text spend on top of uh, the cost of the software, but it's it's trivial in comparison because if you're doing um, Scipio, if you're doing one of those things that you mentioned, you're already incurring that cost anyway. So oh, and sometimes upwards of twelve hundred bucks for the year. Yeah, like yeah, you wouldn't you wouldn't touch that. But you get notifications, you get your own account. But the cool thing is you can have an infinite number of telephone numbers. You can have an infinite number of users on the account. So, so it's already one. cheaper. So for like yeah. ZipWhip is the cheapest and most reasonable one if you just want to have one number. The second I go past one number on ZipWhip, I think it's 100 bucks yeah. to add those on there. So already it's cheaper than that. Yeah, it costs you a dollar a month per number for us. Got it. Okay. So if you um, give one number to each of your coaches or you have one per program or whatever you'd like, that's, that's super simple. But it's all still housed in the system. So I could see all those conversations. Yep, okay. absolutely. And then I don't, uh, I don't really need MailChimp anymore. Correct? No, not at all. So that's another 75 bucks. Um, Calendly and Acuity are gone. Gone. Right. So that's 50 bucks. 20 okay. So then, uh, so let's talk about the email platform, right? Yeah. So like big beef I have is some of these email platforms are rudimentary at best as far as like what I can build in it with regard to templates, graphics, yeah, video, all that stuff. What does that look like for you guys? Yeah, so we have an HTML builder so you can get like the super fancy newsletter builds. Um, 
not super happy with it. Still a lot of development happening with that. You can do as many emails as you want. They, you can customize them however you want. Customize how you send them, why you send them, when you send them, whatever. Um, what I use right now is a, actually an open source HTML editor. I build it out to there, and then I just take the code, drop it in, and then I've got my email template. And we train everybody how to do that. So it's relatively simple. But eventually, it will get to the point where it's drag and drop. But we have a couple other initiatives that we're working on first. So That is the, the nice thing about MailChimp. Yeah. That's like... Yeah, it's simple. Yeah. Right? And, and again, that's what we talked about earlier is like software has these two sides. Like, do you build it and be super restrictive but simple so that gym owners can't break it? Or do you build it so that it can literally do whatever you want, but you have to spend 150 hours a month on support calls because people are like, uh, I did something and I don't know what just happened. Yeah, I have no idea how to fix this. So, and, and I think we tow the line in the middle pretty well. And our support is, I like to think that it's second to none, but, um, but it's there. So I, I like the customizability of it. You can do whatever you want for your business. The, that, and I think that is the struggle, right? So this is the, this is the whole... If CrossFit as a whole was running a franchise model, none of this shit would matter. Yep. It would be done already for you, built out, done. But because each gym is their own unique thing, and some of them are, you know, CrossFit Rife, and then Rife Fitness does strength and conditioning, and their demographic is better, and then somebody does, you know, 60 plus, and their demographic and how they communicate is different, and then you do women's only, like, all of that has its own unique needs and the way you communicate it is entirely different. And if I can't customize that to what I need, then it's a nightmare, you know? And then, then I have to figure out, okay, well now I have to reverse engineer and have to patch everything together. I need zaps. I need to run something on a Trello board, which all these things are great. Right. And I think, I think there's a lot of value in like going through that process and learning them and, and figure out how the fuck sure. they all work. Yeah. Make sure a better business person. But at the end, I'm like, I would really just like it to be easy. Yep. And so that's kind of what we provide. We have the software that's infinitely customizable. You can do whatever you want with it. But then we also have the gym solution as the, the consulting side. And that's all the pre-made content, all the pre-made plays. Like literally, how do you run a referral play that's super successful? What is your front-end offer that, you know, we, we've got one we're running gyms right now. And it's $1,000 for six weeks. Like it's really, really high end stuff. And, and we're helping on the delivery and the execution of it as well. But at the end of the day, if that doesn't work for you, you don't have to use that. Like you can go in and customize it. it you're not tied to talking about burpees. If your gym doesn't do burpees, mm -hmm. you can go in there and edit to your heart's content, but you don't have to. So I think that's the real freedom of the whole thing is we just give you choices, which is really why you started a business to begin with. Correct. You want to do it your way. So I'm going to ask you the real tough question now. Let's do it. How, what would be, if I was your competitor, how, what would I critique about gym solutions? So what would I be like, oh, well, they can't do this. Or, they, or what would be like your, your Achilles heel? Uh, the most common defense that I hear is that it's a bunch of white label software. Okay. To be honest with you. And I, I think that that is probably true of just about every software. I mean, you look at Infusionsoft, a lot of the marketing companies out there today are just reinventing the wheel and then putting their own spin on that and then launching it out. Um, you've got, you know, like coaches that are working underneath StoryBrand and what's some of the other ones? At any rate, there's lots of different things out there, mentors and teachers that people are just rebranding their content and sending it out. So yeah, I mean, if you want to go out and recreate the wheel and go in and build out an entire system. Which for the record, none of that is bad. No, I don't like, think so at all. Uh, it, you're, you're foolish to recreate the wheel. I, uh, but now that you say that, I don't know if that's a valid, um, this, this is kind of like the protein argument. You're like, our protein's better. And I'm like, it all comes out of the same warehouse, bro. Yeah, exactly. You just have to choose one that resonates with you. Yeah. And that's what I think is, that's why I really like what we're doing is like, we just have an awesome team. I enjoy getting on the morning calls and just talking about what our gyms are doing, where the people we're helping are struggling and identifying issues to help gym owners that want to take action. What but, are some of the biggest problems that you guys deal with with gyms? Well, roughly, or if you can say how many gyms you work with. Uh, between everybody right now, we've got about 110 gyms that okay. we're working with. We have a group. So the Micro Gym Collective is the group that we do a lot of the free content out of. And okay. just that stuff alone that's being provided in there. Nicole does a phenomenal job of content development. But the content that she puts out in there is you'd pay 10 grand to get that from a mentor. 
So that group, it's free. That group in and of itself. This is a Facebook is, group? Yeah. What's it called? Micro Gym Collective. Micro Gym the Collective. Micro Gym Collective. The Micro Gym Collective. Yeah, it's 450 there. people in there. It's not a giant group, but it's it's an awesome group of gym owners who are really taking action on stuff, which is is the people that we identify with. So I dig it. Um, it's not the affiliate owners forum? Yeah, I don't think. <laughs> is that even a thing, though? Do they call it that still? I don't know no. what that, that term is. There's uh, so many good-hearted people in there, but it just. It's a dumpster fire. Yeah, it's. Yeah, it's sad. It, it's almost like the old CrossFit form, except not as as hateful. <laughs> but um, sorry, I derailed that. Yeah, I don't know where yeah, it was yeah. going. Now I'm thinking about like, oh, now there's two. There's no, we're talking one. about the Facebook group. Yeah, so um, the, the group is great. The content that's going, getting put out in there, is worth tens of thousands of dollars. Um, and I think the the cool part is when when you mesh that stuff all together that's where the real power is. It's not one individual secular part of what we're doing, but it's this, you know, the synthesis of everything coming together. Yeah. And it just makes for really, really good power play. And we've got all of our bases covered down. So when you have questions about something software related or something with integrations or, Hey, you know, what, what does this copy make sense on this landing page the way I have it? Or what's going to happen if Facebook bans me and because I used it before and after testimonial, we have the subject matter expertise to do that. So like we were talking about, none of us would be comfortable individually running out and saying we're the end all be all of the fitness industry. Correct. Because like we all have our own. Ackerman would. Um, (laughs) He definitely would. Yeah. Yeah, He's got the credibility, (laughs) but, but I certainly wouldn't be comfortable doing that as an individual. So um, I think that's the real cool part about it is that we have a lot of collective experience to put together. All of us, between the four of us, we've worked with nearly every mentor in the fitness space almost every software platform in the fitness space in the crossfit or crotness crossfit or fitness fitness is pretty broad. Um, i wouldn't say so i should say the ones most crossfit people know but yeah. we venture outside of that quite a bit and, and we have a lot of touch points with people mentors probably outside the crossfit space i would say we've worked with with quite a few okay and everybody should have one by the way we still have one now so it's yeah. not like we we don't know everything and that's it we have a, a mentor down in australia that's freaking awesome um, not for the CrossFit space, but just business mentorship in general. Mm-hmm. Everybody should have one. And then also, I think everybody should be mentoring. Teaching is an important part of how we expand our repertoire. But um, anyways, long story short, I forgot where I was going with that. Yep. But um, yeah, it's a great team. I'm really happy to work with them and, and the, put stuff together. So the white label is like the biggest hang up. Yep. And then uh, the other thing that I think, because uh, you brought it up and I do think it's usually, it's like it can be uh overwhelming yeah 100 percent. and it is still for gym like we have a very robust onboarding process even for our software because it is like it does everything it, figuring out how to set a calendar up figuring how how to you know how to drip content out or figuring out how to get your timing settings right so that you're not sending out an automated text message to people at 2 a.m when they're out on the west coast because they're traveling away from your east coast gym some people are on the west coast i know it wouldn't be weird but um you know, those little things that you don't think about until something's in practice and you're like, what, what just happened? Like, yeah. Why is this person getting this email when they shouldn't be? Yeah. How do I troubleshoot this? Or now, you know, we get people are like, oh, the attorney general of my state said that I need to have this, this and that. And I'm about to get sued by this woman because I texted her and I didn't have her permission. It's like, no, I mean, all that's handled. Like we keep all the records and the logs and uh, Facebook's got their 24 hour rule, right? Like if somebody messages your business, you can't send them marketing after 24 hours. If they haven't initiated the conversation. We, oh really? Yep. Yeah, we handle all that internal. So and I, mean, then, I, I came I thought, from a mini chat agency background. So I, I was a mini chat partner for a number of years and um, I don't even use them anymore because we've been able to get that built out and get those things. Created. That's the other thing. Cause you said you can manage uh, like Facebook messaging from in there as well. Correct. Yep. Yeah. It stacks over everything else. We integrate directly to your Facebook page and your Google page for that matter. But um, so when somebody messages you on Facebook, it draws it right into the system. That's legit. Yeah. And more importantly, I correct me if I'm wrong, but it's mobile friendly, right? You guys have an app for this. Yep. So I can do everything from my phone. Yep. hundred percent. 100%. I wouldn't say everything. You can go to the app. The immediate the needs. And do things if you need to. It's the immediate useful. needs. Yeah. Yes. The app itself, uh, the mobile app itself, you can have conversations back and forth. You can schedule appointments. That's the most important thing. Yeah. That's the immediate need, which yep. is somebody hits me and that, that, that now becomes time yeah. sensitive. You're not going to build an email campaign in the mobile app. But you can do just which nobody is. I'm, you can do it from MailChimp app, but uh, it's a nightmare. Like, yep. um, Okay. 
Yeah. How have you guys, what, because obviously you guys use it at CrossFit Little Creek. Talk to me a little bit about prior to using this and then now what has that done for you as a business owner? So like you have a full-time job and you do this yep. and you own it and you own a facility. Yep. How has this made it everything easier for you? Uh, I have an awesome wife. <laughs> okay. Well, <laughs> no. we can't all have star. Yeah. So <laughs> now, um, yeah, she, she's great, but, um, I would say the best thing is just, I don't have to worry. Like I can go to my day job now and I don't have to think about what's going to happen if somebody text messages me because mm -hmm. I know what the initial outlay is going to look like and I know where they're going to be positioned and I know that I can pick that conversation back up or I know that my employees are trained because it's built in there with the scripts and everything else to handle that conversation for me. So how has it affected us? Well, I've always known that we needed to communicate mm -hmm. and I'm terrible about consistency. And I think most gym owners struggle to be consistent about that when it's not their main operation, right? Well, they struggle because you're spread too thin. Yep. Like I'm doing too many things right. and then I drop the ball over here and then I'm like, oh shit, that, that, I, dude, I just looked the other day. I mean, I'm on open book. Everybody knows this. I was looking the other day. There was a Facebook message that sat for weeks and I don't know how I missed it. I was yep. just like, oh my God, how did I not respond to this person? I'm yeah. like, that wouldn't have happened had it come to one spot, right? Because yeah. instead of managing and that eight used apps, to be okay. Like the, it's definitely it, not okay. There now. was a day in time where you could be a gym and not check your email for three weeks. And when you got back to somebody, they would come in. Not now. But the first three people we signed up at our gym what, six years ago now. Literally, I'm like, why did you decide to come to us instead of somebody You called else? me like, back. I emailed four gyms. You're the only one who responded to me, right? And that was six years ago. So now people expect to be, like I told you, I got a bad review because I stopped mid-conversation for 30 minutes. Um, so yeah, we fixed those problems. But the big thing now is like, I have all these things built out. So if somebody comes in for an appointment and they sign up, I move them, it's drag and drop. And now they're getting all of our onboarding stuff. If they didn't sign up, then I move them to follow up. And I've got a couple of different campaigns, right? But one of them is, hey, this person showed interest in this program, but for whatever reason, whatever objection, we couldn't convert them. Now we're converting somewhere on the magnitude of like 86% of people that show up for their appointments. And our show rate right now is just a hair below that. Your show rate is almost 80% mm -hmm. or higher than 80%. Yep. That's really high. But that's and because of how we have it structured. Again, the content, not the software itself, but the stuff you get in the platform is built out to encourage that. So what, so let's, uh, so 86% could be, you know, whatever that could be five people in a month yep. and you're getting, you know, four of them. The, um, so Those what are exact numbers actually? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so what can so what kind of because uh, this is the other thing that's always alarming, yep. right? So like anytime we start talking about lead, everybody's just like more, and now we're talking about this gym launch thing where it's leads. like three hundred leads a month, and I'm like, fuck that! I'm like, that is ridiculous because exactly. two hundred ninety five of them are terrible. Yeah, that's why I don't call this a leads management software, right? Like that. No, stop worrying about leads. Just. Every, if you have an email list that has over 500 people in it, you should not be paying or asking 2,500 on mine. Leads. Yeah. 2,500 is fine. If you can, if you just got 1% of those people to respond every time you send an email, you would be fine forever. You would never have to spend another dollar on ad spend. So these people that are like, yeah, I guarantee you 3,000 leads in the first, I mean, whatever. We've all seen them. And they 3,000 is a real number yeah, too, by right. the way. <laughs> well, it's just made up as all this expertise these guys have. So the, uh, but so like typically that. what's a, what kind of a lead? That's actually a good conversation. What, yeah. what is an appropriate number of leads walking into the door for a micro gym? I like to have one a day. I was going to say 30. 30 would be crushing. Yeah. You are smashing it if you have 30 people walk in your door a month. Yeah. And the re and like cuz if you had shitty close rates, let's just say you had 15 new people yeah. a month, that means in 12 months you could reasonably say that you're going to get 180 new members in the next 12 yeah, months. And and we don't so open book, right? We don't do marketing. We have a platform that does it, but we teach gym owners how to do it. When you say we, you're talking about Gym Solutions, gym not Solution, CrossFit Little Creek. Yeah, yeah, yeah well, CrossFit it. Little Creek, we market. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, we don't teach people how to do marketing Correct. At, as part of the whole thing. Got it. We teach them how to identify their avatar and 
do their marketing. We don't do it for them. I said, we don't teach it. We do teach it. We don't do it for them. It's Got it. So this is where there's kind of a little bit of a line in the stand. So you have gym solutions and then you have gym, the gym solutions suite. Yep. So we've just kind of departed the suite, yeah. which is the software, software end method. of it. And now this is, we're talking a little bit about uh, like a, is, is mentor program a fair uh, or what do you, what do you call it? I don't know what the hell you call it. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's what it is. Just okay. coaching. coaching. It's, yeah. it's very it. customizable. Just like you would walk in a gym and sit down with somebody and they would say, Hey, here's what I have going on in my life. What do you recommend? That's yeah. what we do with gym owners. Got it. Here's what they have going on in their life. Here's what we recommend. And sometimes we can't work with you. Like if you are really upside down, we'll give you some, some options on what we think and our opinions, but like not everybody's going to be a good fit to work with us. If you're just lacking something, you don't have a good referral play or, or, you know, you don't, your ads don't do well because you don't speak to the right avatar or mm -hmm. copy just isn't lined up. We got you all, all day long, but we want to teach you how to do it. We don't want to mm -hmm. do it for you. Yeah. Anybody, any, anytime somebody does something for you, it's garbage. Cause you always, you also run the risk of, uh, Joe blow down the street is doing it and their shit is the same. And it's like, Oh, you guys are running the exact yeah. same ad. And that works for copy. a while, but then you it, it. in my experience and you have more here than I do. So I'd be curious on your thoughts ads and ad spend is almost entirely predicated on geographic location and and to some degree luck so for instance when i say geographic location how many people in that area and how much can i blanket this area with yeah. an ad to get you know exposure and then on top of that the other thing that people don't realize affects this is how many other people have run the same type of ad or same request or same play if you want. So like six week challenge is a perfect example. Yep. If you're in an area that has that and you weren't going to try to run a six week challenge and five other gyms have run a six week challenge, you might as well light your money on fire because yep. everybody's going to see that and be like, that's garbage. I'm not yep. doing, I'm not, I'm not going to touch that with a 10 foot And there's pole. simple ways to change it. You don't have to change your service offering. Like you can still do that, but calling it the same thing as the gym down the street, using the same stock photos and having them, like essentially mirror your campaign, but just with a different name at the top is a failing proposition. It's lazy. And it's saturation, right? So the way Facebook works, it, they have inventory, right? They only have so many places in the feed that they can put an advertisement mm -hmm. because people won't use it if the customer experience goes down. Google operates the same way, but, but for Facebook, they do that. So now's a great time to advertise on Facebook because a lot of big companies have withdrawn because they're, they're scared of what the market's doing. But so inventory is cheap. But besides that, if somebody's scrolling down and they see another gym that's targeting them because they have the same behavior or whatever the targeting, um, you know, Metrics, however targeting yeah. people are, if you're targeting those same people and serving the same ad, it just looks stupid. Like, it, I wouldn't do that. If I saw the same truck picture on two separate dealerships, I would be like, what, you're not both selling the same <laughs> truck. Like, how is that possible? Maybe we are. Maybe they made more so, than one truck. Yeah, I mean, I guess. But <laughs> it's just, it becomes glaringly obvious. That girl goes to both gyms? <laughs> the other dangerous thing is like you see another gym or they're, they're doing something, even if you're not on the same program, mirroring what you see from those people. So like doing what another gym does because you can do that little Facebook ad hack and go in and look at their ads now, that's a terrible idea because most gyms don't know what they're doing. So if you're copying what the guy down the street is doing, you are, you're not going to this is the exact same scenario as I was on a phone call earlier today. And they're just like, I'm like, how did you, how are you guys going about determining like what you're going to make your price change? She's like, well, I've been looking at the other gyms in the area. And I was like, <gasps> I'm like, don't do that. I'm like, determine what you want it to be. Yeah. Like do it for you. And I'm like, I don't give a shit what the gym down the street charges. If they charge a hundred bucks and you're just like, well, we need to be close to them. I'm like, no, because if you're worth 180 bucks, charge 180 bucks. Yeah. Based on what does that cost? What do I want the margin to be? What do I need to pay people? Like, what do I need to pay rent? Like all that shit, not just because they're doing it. And I'm like, that's why, that's what got us all here. Yep. We're all here because of that. That's why I want, like John Nielsen used to say, he's like the ideal business for fitness is you train one client in their garage with their equipment and you charge them 300 grand a year. Yeah. Like you don't need more leads for that. <laughs> you just need to deliver to one person. And that's the same thing. Like, I don't want to be Planet Fitness with 100,000 people that I have to deal with. I want to serve the people who value me and that I value at a very high level. The problem is most people don't know how to talk. So I actually think there's two problems there. Most people, in my personal opinion, can't do that because they're not good enough, right? So they lack the confidence in their own 
uh, ability to deliver on a very high end. Yeah. Uh, and then let's say they did have that. They don't know how to talk to those clients and find them. Sure. So there's a, there's a massive disconnect. Well, there. and different people want different stuff too. So, yeah. So I think, you know, I'm, we lose clients too. It's not everybody. It's the gym them. industry. You know, it's like you can, you, you, you can, you can choose to die on the sort of like, like incredibly niche, or you can get pretty niche and then serve a larger population, yeah. which is, which is where I think most micro gyms should be. Well, the point is that the, everybody wants something different. So mm -hmm. you can't please everybody. And so that's what I really mean when I say, I don't want leads. I don't want 10,000 leads because now I'm investing a very limited scarce resource, my time. I'm investing my ad spend and my money. And I've got all these coaches time that's, you know, leveraged against getting people in here. It cost me $34, let's say, to get a lead in my door, my conversion rate needs to be really high. Well, the mm -hmm. coaches aren't going to be committed to doing a good job if I'm asking them to do the sales if people no-show all the time. And so if you have this broad it's blanket exhausting. that you're casting, oh, it, it kills me. Like, it's easier to convert somebody if you run an ad that speaks their language, if the landing page talks to them, and if they know what they're getting into before they step in the door. Like, how can you not sell that person? You could just keep your mouth shut. And, and they'll sign up for your gym. Well, this is like the this is like going back in time seven years where like if they didn't buy, you like literally took a big dump in the floor right when they walked in. Like literally, you crapped on the floor. Like that's the only t that's the only way people didn't buy seven years ago. Yep. You're like, oh, I walked in and the guy just literally shit on the floor. <laughs> like, but now you could mess that up. Where, but if we have the right things in place, that's basically a warm lead that's ready to buy now. Yeah, and if you've done everything right, you're not wasting your time. But even more, I'm telling you, man, even more powerful than that is not signing up the wrong people for your gym. I think that's worse. I will give up your first month, two months, three months of revenue to not have a caustic, cancerous person that's infecting my tribe. Mm -hmm. And, and not even them, even just the people that aren't a good fit. They mm -hmm. just kill the vibe, right? Like we've lost people to other local gyms and, and I'm, I don't have a lot of heartache with it because I'm like, they weren't a good fit for us. And we're not, you know, we're not your gym. Like your gym is awesome. Perfect it's example. And I, and, I, and I think you're totally okay with me saying this. Yeah. That we have, there's been people over the years that have come here that left your gym and I'm pretty sure vice versa yeah, sure. that left here and went to your gym and are happier. Yeah. And that, is totally okay. 100%. And, and then I think you and I have a, I don't, I hope that's not a unique relationship, but like it doesn't bother me. I think it's pretty unique. Maybe. I don't get turned around about it. Like, I don't either. And no. I think that the point is like, we don't own our members. No. So if they want to be serviced in a different way, then a lot of times it's a good thing. You've gotten them to the point where they're looking to expand their horizons and that's fine. That's how we feel about Orange. I'm going to shuttle you to the next thing. Yeah, exactly. Like here we are. But that's why your marketing matters because you want to identify with those people. But if I bring in, you know, we've got a powerlifting gym that's right next to us. When he says right next to him, he means three <laughs> doors down. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So like if I tried to, to target those people, I would essentially just be using all my ad spend to bring them business. So we've had to get very selective. We don't actually run ads right now because we don't need to. Mm -hmm. Like we're converting a person a day and we can't, we can fulfill that and that's about it. So, but the point of the matter is you can save yourself a lot of time and energy money by not trying to, to spread this carpet bomb and being super sniper specific on who you're wasting your time on. Yeah. And I think what I want the, what I want the big takeaway to be from this is, and we've, we've covered a lot of things. Uh, so this might be overwhelming for people. And I realize that, but there's, you want to be specific about who you talk to and then you want that process to be seamless. Not only, not only on the customer's end, but on the back end as well. Like I don't want to have to manage 85 things, you know, because this is what every gym owner is trying to do. They're trying to level up, which means I need to backfill myself. And if I can teach somebody to work one system instead of how to manage acuity, you know, how to manage Wattify, how to manage Infusionsoft, how to send emails in MailChimp, how to work ZipWhip, that's a lot of training and then how to move cards in Trello. I mean, like that takes a really, really long time. Yep. And then I'm like, Oh, and by the way, I need you to train the next person. And they're like, all right, now they got to learn how to do video recordings. And it's just like, that's not what they're there for. Yep. If we can just teach them and be like, cool, here is the, here is the tool to do sales. So then it's very easy so that then you can go deliver and teach them. And this was a, an interesting thing that I picked up from the podcast earlier this week about sales. Was I hate selling was that uh, getting people to understand that there's there's two parts to a sale there's the actual sale and then there's the delivery of the service and 
we could say that people are like, which one's more important? Is it the sales aspect or is it the delivery of the service? And it's like, well, listen, you can have a sale with poor delivery, but you can't have delivery without a sale. So that's where I go 60, 40 on sales, meaning like, and that's not, that's not a breakdown of who gets what, yep. but it, it, it does paint a different picture about the importance of both, which is if you don't understand the value of sales and don't want to at least invest some time to learn how to do sales, well, then I'm going to have a really hard time if it's a micro gem and you're trying to grow a team, giving you the bulk of that because the hard part or the more important part from the standpoint of like you getting paid as a, as a trainer, um, is the sale has to happen. Yeah. So if you're gonna do both, well then I'll just give you more because you're just as good. But there is value in both. Like you can't, they don't, they don't exist in a vacuum. Yep. Right? I think the only way that you can make the sales process easier is to get really good at marketing. Like yeah. you have to do one or the other. If you, and the fulfillment on the back end plays in as well, but if you market really well, you're speaking to Jenny mm -hmm. and not you know every woman in, in our area Correct. who's ever seen a barbell, like it gets much easier. Like, hey, I have a spot for you right now in this class. Like it's literally cut out of your shape. Like mm -hmm. it's for you. Like we're getting ready over the next 12 months to get very specific yeah. about who we service. Yeah. And we're and we're gonna get more we're gonna get a broader population because of that, because of the things that we do. But it's gonna be very specific. It's not gonna be everybody. It's going to be people who want something very specific, who are looking for unique training that's personalized to them. Yeah. Um, and because that's what we're going to be able to facilitate. And, but we're still going to have, we're not abandoning what we do. We're still going to have like group classes, still going to be the core offering, but we're going to be talking to a different person who's like looking for something very specific. So, um, and that's, that's marketing, right? Marketing is not uh, buy this thing. Yeah, no, no. Marketing is not buy this thing. Marketing is a, is a message, right? That that in a lot of cases doesn't have an ask attached to it. I would ask, like, I would take it a step further and say marketing is a feeling, and it's not your feeling; it's their feeling. Mm -hmm. And so, if you're talking about yourself, that's not that's not feelings. That's not emotion. That's how I train the people that run our social media for me right now. Mm -hmm. I've offloaded some of that, and it's like, hey, every picture you look at, you need to be able in two words to tell me what the feeling of the picture is. What's the emotion that we're portraying there? I like it. And that's for the ad that, you know, eventually leads to it. But then we just, if that's the emotion in the ad, we carry that through every other part. Like our tagline is we're the yeah. friendliest gym in Norfolk. Yep. And like everything we put out is run at that. Yeah. I dig it. And then we deliver that too. Cool. Sometimes. Um, anything else we didn't cover or we should cover? No, I feel like my mind's all over. I jump around a lot. I do too. I'm which the worst. A, that's why I use the software so I can <laughs> contain myself <laughs> in some kind of box. But um, no, I think that's good, man. I, maybe we'll do another episode. And, and yeah, we'll definitely do another one like, and, and be a little bit more specific because I know there's going to be a lot of questions. You'll probably get some people um, that will hit you up after this because yeah. this is – and it is what it is. It's just like uh, for whatever reason, it's a pain point for almost every gym owner because there's a lot of things. It was for us. That's how we ended up there. Yeah. Um, and it's just – it is for everybody. And then depending on where you're at, it may not be for you, you know. So we're um, – so you guys have the kind of consulting or coaching side of this. You have the gym solutions suite, but where can people find out if they want to go, uh, you know, if they want to go, you know, stalk you guys for a little bit and figure out like, is this guy full of shit or what? Yeah, we're like, on all the usual social media outlets. Uh, website is thegymsolution.com. Um, probably get a lead magnet and then a, a message or a call from us shortly after that <laughs> because that's uh, how we use the system. But um, the micro gym collective is, is the place to be. It's okay. The free Facebook group is 100%. And then everybody can just shoot me a friend message or, or any of the other folks on the team and, and we'll hook them up. Or if they direct questions to you, you know where to, where yeah, to send them. Yeah, we'll just so. pass them off. Yeah, I mean, it's um, uh, yeah, and then like like I said, like Corey and I are friends, Jim's right down the street, but I don't I don't get anything from these guys. But I just, this is a pain point for me. And, and this, is, this has actually been the topic for a lot of our discussions over the year because, over the years, because you are way smarter than me at this stuff. But I fully recognize that it's uber important. And if you can't get this shit ironed out, like you're never going to be able to level up whatever, yeah. wherever your gym's at. Well, to you go get to the it next. because you know that professional organizations have to have a united front you that, have that to. supports it. And then also the scarcity of time is a, a real thing. So. Well, that and it's just like the ease of like giving, giving, giving your team members a tool that works, that they can just leverage and leverage to their benefit is like probably the most important thing you could do. Yep. 
Um, and that's what I'm always on the look for. I'm like, how can I give my team something that allows them to be the master of their own fate? Yeah. You know, you know what we should do? Let, let's get you like working through it so that you can identify like stuff that would be valuable or stuff that you honestly think sucks. And then we can have a discussion more about it. I'd, I'd rather not talk about the software as much next time because I don't want yeah. it to be all self-promotion, but I think it would, there'd be value in you playing around with it and okay. seeing what I'm talking about. Cause we covered a lot here that you haven't even really seen yet. So I think getting a little tangible yeah. hands-on would be good. Okay. Yeah. Cause I'm sure there's some hiccups and stuff in there. Um, cool. Thanks for your time, bro. Yeah, of course, brother. Awesome. If you guys got questions, hit them up. The gym solutions, Facebook, Instagram. Yep. Facebook, the gym Solutions. and then the gym solution.com. Yep. Sweet. Hit them up. If you guys have questions, happy to hand you off. Uh, he's literally two miles down the road. So we'll, we'll hook you up. All right. See you. Thanks again for listening to best hour of their day. If you haven't already do us a favor, head over to the Apple podcast app and leave us a review. We'd love to hear from you if you have any questions, comments, concerns, feedback for either Fern or myself. Hit us up, besthouroftheirday at gmail.com or send us a DM over on Instagram at besthouroftheirday. Once again, we couldn't do this without the amazing community and you are a part of it. Thanks for listening. Thanks for supporting Best Hour of Their Day.